long enough. It took long enough to get this this yeah. this feature. I also think that it works better than the last time that they did their Ranger revamp. And it was like, oh, yeah, if you spend 50 gold worth of berries and shit, then you can bring it back. Like, no, just <laughs> fine. If it died within the last hour, touch it. You spend a spell slot and ta-da. You use the stuff Steve Jobs used that like to try to cure his cancer. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> also, can we talk about can we talk about how much how many berries acai berries acai berries? But like, I have fifty gold pieces worth of acai berries to bring back my berries? dead pet. Hey guys, look, my arm is like halfway through this paper bag and there's still more junk inside. Let's see here. A stuffed squirrel, a book titled How to Fight Good, a little light up sword, and a, a Pikachu? How did branded merchandise get in here? I only paid $2 for this bag. Well, pull up a drink, pour yourself a chair, and hold this stuffed squirrel for me. It's creeping me out. Welcome to Talk and Shop. Jonah. What you got? I have a fairly recent Unearthed Arcana class feature variance. A wizard! For the wizards! Actually, the wizards don't really get shit in this one, and that is just fine. Wizards, um, wizards, get out. Get out of my grievance corner. You're never allowed in my grievance corner. You, you and druids. You and moon druids, excuse me, because we can grievance corner other druids. Wizards, get the fuck out. You have everything. All right. You get the boot. Booted from the corner. Well, so now you you mentioned earlier the whole like sort of venturing into maybe realizing that there are some things from PHB that need adjustments or tweaks or whatever. And this is what we are tiptoeing toward here. The class feature variants on Earth Darkana. Thank you. Each class in Dungeons and Dragons gets features at particular levels. Have you ever wanted an alternative to one of those features? Or do you have a feature that gives you options to choose from and you like more options? If your answer is yes to either of those, the following class feature variants are for you. So these are features that are going to replace or enhance the normal features of the character's class as written in the PHB. Base class adjustments. Uh, not subclasses or whatever, but these are things where if you so choose, you could say, oh, actually, rather than this skill from the PHB at the same level as, you know, X class, I will take this instead. Or if I had this one particular feature, this will enhance that feature. Well, this is what we're twerking with. I'm in. All classes get the option of proficiency versatility. Anytime that you gain an ability score improvement, you can also replace one of your skill proficiencies with a different skill proficiency offered by your class at first level. I get that because sometimes at the beginning, you're like, oh, I think this is the kind of character I'm going to play. And yeah. I, you know, I choose this skill because I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to try out survival or whatever. Then, you know, it ends up that, mm. oh, there's I'm, I don't ever actually use that. But there is I a different skill that handling. I do try to use a lot. And then there's never animals in the campaign. Right. I want nature knowledge. <laughs> well, fuck you. This is we're in a city. I want animal exactly. Handling. You're in a desert wasteland <laughs> with no life. Yeah. You're in You're space. In so I think this is yeah. something that makes sense. I think that it makes yeah. sense that if you have a skill that you want to swap out because it's one that you don't use and maybe there's one that you do try to use a lot but you're not necessarily proficient in, that you should mm. be able to switch that over. This this totally uh, makes sense to me. And I think is I like the restriction. Yeah, that it's, uh, that it's from a skill proficiency offered by your class at first level. Yeah, not your background, your class. I love yeah, that. Yeah, from your class, mm -hmm. yes. I have no qualm with this. I think it's a great little quality of life improvement. Cool. All right, yeah. that's that's the only one that affects all classes across the board. So now we'll get into class specifics, and some get more than others. Uh, <laughs> the ranger has very many. Get ready. Uh, <laughs> wonder, but I'm, I'm going to skip through some of the. Um, uh, I know. I, I don't know why. Uh, I'm going to skip through some of the kind of spellcasting ones because uh, uh, mm -hmm. a lot of them it's just like you know spellcasting tweaks and stuff. But so the barbarian, instead of danger sense at second level, and I could just hear all, all of my stuffy nose-ness, so sorry. Second level, you can, instead of danger sense, choose survival instincts, where you become proficient in two skills of your choice, animal handling, medicine, nature, perception, or survival. But your proficiency bonus is doubled for any ability check that you make that uses either of those skills. I don't know that I would ever not use danger sense if I was a barbarian right. because it's so, so good. But I guess if you wanted to 
have certain skills or have your barbarian be good at yeah. certain things. Like they're, I'm, yeah. I'm real, real good at animals. If you're like, you know, I wanted to make a tracker. Yeah, yeah. Then I like this actually. Then this is a way, especially because you essentially get expertise in it. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with yeah, this. Yeah, this is what I would play in in our druid quest, right? Yeah, where I, I want to be a barbarian, but it doesn't make much sense that I'm about traps and dungeons and stuff. Just, I've just been in the woods, you know. Yeah, I, of course I'm gonna have animal friendship and stuff like that. Yeah, so that's cool, and I like it. At fifth level, you can replace fast movement with instinctive pounce. When a creature mm. ends its turn within 15 feet of you, you can use a reaction to move half your speed to a space closer to the creature, not provoking Ooh. opportunity oh. attacks. Oh, oh! How do how do you even how do you even weigh these against each other? Because speed is such a huge component when it's you know when it's not theater of the mind when it's like counted in, a, yeah. in like a grid type thing. By the same token, though the the pounce is situational. There's a specific trigger. It's not just all the time. That is such a huge movement factor. 15 feet, did you say? Yeah, fifth, within 15 feet of you, you can use your reaction to move up to half your speed to a space closer to it. Okay, so, half but your that's, speed. If, I, if a I creature moves within 15 feet of you, you can move 15 feet. To get to up it. on them. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, uh, unless you're a dwarf. Unless yeah. you're a dwarf. Yeah, unless you're a dwarf or a half-leg barbarian, like, you're going to get up on them. You're, gonna you're get using to your them. action yeah. to get up in their business. But also, it doesn't provoke attacks of opportunity. So if the wizard's like, hey, I'm going to move up behind my bodyguard because I need to be closer for this spell, you're like, fuck off! <laughs> I really yeah. love this, actually, because I, 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 I was wondering if it was too overpowered, but now that I think about it, speed in general is such a powerful thing. So when you're making that trade... I can't tell which is the better deal, yeah, but see, here's which is my great. Question. I think it's awesome that we can't tell which is the better deal outright. Yeah, I think that's I awesome. Agree. But here's my question as a barbarian. This is not to slow us down, but it's going to be really fast. Barbarian, don't you increase your speed at another level? Uh, I, think I think it's, it's just, just the one fast movement. Yeah, it's you just, just get fast one, movement the one time. Monks. I'm thinking of monks because I was like, because you kind of uh, get both. But I mean, if you picked up mobile with this. Exactly. <laughs> Disgusting. But again, as a barbarian, you don't get a lot of feats. So you're making that you're, choice, you're but I think it's a great a alternative, to, and it's or it's awesome. Cool beads, uh, totem, totem spirits that let you uh, yeah get faster and avoid attacks of opportunity Elk or whatever. You're gonna be like flying yeah. through people. <laughs> I, I love yeah. this. I literally can't tell which one's better, and it's just fun and weird. That's a that's a good that's a good addition. Yeah, so I'm a fan of both of those. So that's the barbarian, the bard. Uh, so the bard and pretty much any of the casters uh, are getting expansions to their spell lists and a lot of it is stuff from Xanathar's or just stuff that they didn't have from the beginning that then they were like oh we should just give them that so they get the enhanced spell list cool I'm not gonna really bother with that yeah. no. uh, magical inspiration uh, first level bard feature that enhances your bardic inspiration if a creature has bardic inspiration from you cast a spell they can roll that die and add the number rolled to one damage or healing roll of the spell I think that's an awesome yeah Awesome enhancement to Bardic Inspiration. Well, interesting, yeah. The can I tell you the only thing I don't like about this? Yes. Yeah. Because we use the word damage, it will almost mm. uh -huh. mean, in my opinion, only that Bardic Inspiration will be like constantly used just for this. It's as opposed to attacks. As, a, as uh, opposed to modifiers. like, you're about to do an ability check, let me inspire you. You're about to like, uh, to me, it, it will whittle down the bard as like a, yeah. a an ability buff yeah. into like it's, a damage buffer, mm -hmm. which is fine, but like it just is one of those things that like it it tweaks True. my ear a little bit wrong because I'm like, oh, yeah, like, uh, you know, people will just uh, burn it at first level, right? They'll right. just be like, uh, use it for damage, use it for damage. As an option, I don't know whether I like it or not, which is strange because generally more options is better. But like the, the I, I guess flavor wise, I don't really understand is it that if you're a wizard and the fireball represents the extent of your wizardly knowledge and ability to cast magic and the damage is is directly from your skill and expertise and then there's some <laughs> asshole with a loot and he can add another six or whatever how, how does that make yeah, sense? yeah but like Do you also know what I mean? at higher levels if you're a lore bard and you get the ability to cast bardic inspiration on yourself now we're like now yeah. now people are gonna just be like but I want to do the more damage. I want to do the more, as opposed to like, to right. me, what a bard fulfills in a lot of ways is like, let me boost mm. the other party members. 
and yeah. then brag about how I did the thing and convince right. the whole town that I. I did. think that there are certainly traps. Right, right, like right. that's part of the. There are certainly the traps with the with the damage aspect of that. To some extent, there are diminishing returns on it. Yeah. As you level up, like I could see early on how it could be easy to fall into the trap mm. of just using it for damage rolls or whatever. But as you continue on, you know, higher level spells, you're rolling a lot yeah. more dice. The one bardic inspiration is not going to be as big of a factor as, say, helping somebody with a clutch, you know, lock picking check or yes. whatever else the case may be, where it's just adding to that one D20. Um, yeah. So I think that there's pros and cons to that one. Yeah. Ability checks always stay in 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 terms of how important they are. They, they, they scale, whereas the extra six damage. Yeah, exactly. Happen. Like the bardic inspiration will always continue to get better with stuff like ability checks or, or attack rolls, but on higher Crap. level just, spells and stuff, enhancing those in by just the one like, dice, it will have diminishing returns. A high level bard that's rolling a D12 bardic inspiration, you're basically like, hey, you're Firebolt, my music is a battle axe to it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a D12, right, is what we're saying a, a, a two-handed battle axe does. And it's like, no, 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 no. My violin made that fire burn an extra battle axe. Powerful riffs. Like, Queen it just force. seems strange. Queen That it force. in any way could ever affect damage. I, yeah. I kind of liked that Bardic Inspiration had no bearing on damage. Yeah. But yeah. I, 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 I get that. that. I think it makes sense for the healing, though. Like, like why can't... Healing. Like, yeah, for like. sure. For sure, because to me, that again is like, hey, let's buff someone to help someone else. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's also in the bard's lane. It's in the bard's lane. Like that's lane. their, yeah. yeah. They're, they're a Buffy Anywho. Healy person anyway. So that's that's bard stuff. Anywho. That's bard stuff. That was their sort of enhancement that they got. Somebody say bard stuff. Bard stuff. Oh wait, just kidding. There's one more. There's one more before we get to clerics. Yeah. Spell and versatility. It's weird as fuck. Whenever you finish a long rest, you can replace one spell you learned from your spellcasting feature with another spell from the bard spell list. The new spell must be the same level as the spell you replace. So you don't have the same amount of versatility as, you know, a cleric or druid or whoever who totally fully prepares their spells every day. But each day you can sub out one from the bard spell list to a different one. You know what? I think it may, I it. think for a bard, I, I don't have a problem with that. I, I just decided it's there's nothing worse, especially with new players. And I feel like a lot of these are intense. There's a lot of stuff for us like veterans, but there's a lot of stuff that is, like you said, a quality of life uh -huh. improvement. And you realize, oh, holy shit, uh, this spell fucking sucks. I, I am stuck yep. with it for the rest of my adventuring career with this person unless I talk to my DM yeah. about it or just... This is what I would do anyway I true if strike. I realized. Yeah, I realized yeah, that I picked right. True Strike if, and I hate it and I want to do something different. Great. At the end of the long grass, trash. you can pick yeah. something else. Yeah, I was wondering, was like, well, this this is a whole new game. This isn't what this spellcasting has been. But you know what? I'm fucking yeah, fine I, with it. Fuck True yeah. Strike. There are spells that you don't do want to say. You were there's one thing I wish that this had, one caveat I wish this had on it. Please. I wish yeah. it was only spells before level five. Oh. Because being able to trade mm. out ninth level spells yeah. is abs absurd to me. This makes like, sense. If you yeah. picked it's Wish, like, you just picked today, Wish. You don't get to swap it out for I know how to use Wish. Tomorrow, power word kill. I just I just right. picked that up in my barding. It's like, what? Yeah, it a quick eight hour nap and I was uh, yeah. good to go. I think that's a reasonable caveat, but Cosine. but overall, I like the spell versatility. I think it makes sense, especially for early on when you're like, is this a spell that I'm gonna use? Oh, nope, no, it's not, but I'm stuck with it, so that sucks. Uh, or at least I'm stuck with it until I level up, because, you know, as a bard yeah, or whoever, yeah. you can change out, you know, one when you level up. But I like this. I like the idea of it, mm -hmm. and I feel like it's a good quality of life improvement. It also has the rule tip, cantrips are spells. So they are subject to yeah. this. So even if you were unfortunate enough to pick True Strike and Blade Ward, it would only take you two days to get them both the hell out of there. Um, mm. Clerics, cleric spells, they get more uh, added to their spell list. Channel Divinity, harness divine power. You can expend an action of your channel divinity to fuel your spells. As a bonus action, you regain a expended first level spell slot. That's your channel divinity. Okay, it's. I don't know if I would ever make that trade, but I guess. Yeah, it's so nice you can. It enhances your channel, uh, channel divinity, so it doesn't replace your other stuff. Right. But I, I don't know if I would ever trade a use of my channel divinity for bless. Yeah, right. I, I, I don't know. It's 
Like it's not I could something that makes me levels. angry, but it's not something that I care about. But I could see it right. super at early levels in the sense of like, this is my first time playing D&D and I came out as my cleric and I burnt all my first level spells in like the first three seconds of the encounter. Yeah. At the very end of the encounter, my buddy went down. But I forgot about my right. class feature, Channel <laughs> Divinity. Uh, cure wounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate I, it. It doesn't feel like it scales worth a shit, though. But Scales terribly. No. But early Whatever. on, I can see yeah. it getting some use. Eighth level, Blessed mm. Strikes. Uh, replaces Divine Strike or Potent Spellcasting. In battle, you are blessed with divine might. When a creature takes damage from one of your spells or weapon attacks, you can also deal 1d8 radiant damage to that creature. Once you deal this damage, you can't use this feature again until the start of your next turn. Basically, you know, if you had your divine strike where you get, you know, extra whatever type of damage according to your domain, like, you know, if it's poison for a trickster or lightning for a tempest cleric or whatever on your spells or cantrips or the whatever, uh, basically, this is this is scrapping that and just any time that a creature takes damage from one of your spells or damage attacks, you can also deal 1d8 radiant damage to it. Cool. So it's fine. You know, not, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that they're trying to, you know, just give some more versatility to where it's like, oh, you don't only get a bonus when you hit stuff with your big cleric hammer or you don't just get it when you, you cast a cantrip or whatever it is. So it's just they mm -hmm. get a little more and it's specifically radiant across the board rather than you know, a poison or a lightning or whatever. Yeah. Specific, yeah. Druid gets cantrip versatility. Uh, so, you know, they already obviously change out their spells each long rest. They can, you know, prepare mm -hmm. whatever, uh, but they just get the enhanced thing to uh, whenever they gain a level in yeah. the class. This is not daily for them. It's whenever they gain a level in the class, they can replace a cantrip with a different cantrip for the druid list. I think that's fine. I like I'm that in. it's a level. Yeah, yeah I like that for them it's a level. I would be like yeah. super not okay with it. I'd be like, uh, no, for sure. No, because then you're the avatar from level one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but because it's on a level <laughs> switch, I'm, I'm cool with it. Control a different element. They get more spells added to their spell list. Uh, they get an enhancement to wild shape, wild companion at second level. You gain the ability to summon a spirit that assumes an animal form. As an action, you can expend a use of your wild shape feature to cast the find familiar spell without material components. When you cast it in this way, it's Fae instead of a beast, and the familiar disappears after a number of hours equal to half your druid level. Now, I dig this because it gives non-moon druids something to do with their wild shape besides being worse at transforming into animals than the moon druid. I like that part of it. Do druids get fine familiar? No, they do nope. not. Okay. I like it because I feel like it, it's already in keeping with the established flavor and purpose of a druid. Yes. Uh, but it just means that it's not you turning into a mouse. It's your friend, Daryl, or yeah. whatever. Daryl is a mouse now. And I like that it's fey. I always like those little caveats that it's like, it's a horse, but it's actually a fey, fiend, or celestial, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because it just, it, it provokes questions. I dig it. Um, I dig it in this. I dig I it in the it. same way you just said Jonah in the sense of like it makes anyone that's not a moon druid actually have a use for that yeah, yeah because if you're not a moon druid you might just end up a lot of the time not even using wild shape because it's not actually going to help you that much unless you're going to scout but if you have be a, a familiar basically. right unless you're going to scout but yeah. this is a fun way to have like an animal companion but not be constantly worrying about like oh man is fluffy going to totally beef it because he's only got four hit points and then you know that sucks it's like I just have a familiar and it's cool and I could just bring him around whenever I need him I I think it's a great great improvement to wild shape that helps the others who do not have super baller wild shape so so far what we've got is we've gone through bard cleric druid there's still obviously a lot more but i think that what these are doing so far we've been pretty successful in the fact that we are enhancing what each class does in mm. fun and interesting ways at least in you know, a bunch of cases, some, some more than others. But I think that overall, it's pretty successful so far in the fact that we are giving options while still staying in the lane of what the class does. Mm. Uh, I think it's doing a good job of that, of saying, oh, yeah, so if you're a barbarian, and, you know, you might not have the danger sense, but you can be good at certain skills that a barbarian could totally be good at, or you get, you know, this adjusted feature that's uh, a different kind of movement than your other movement feature, the druid uh, with an extra wild shape enhancement. I think that these are all doing a pretty good job so far and are all things that I would be interested to see how they would work out in a campaign setting. Yeah, I would personally use 
a couple of those, you know, yeah. the Druid, the Barbarian, I would make those choices. Yeah. friends jonah here to say thank you for listening to this episode of talk and shop we appreciate you hanging out with us while we chat about these lovely class options that have been presented to us by wizards of the coast we will have one more episode of this grab bag conversation and then we're going to be moving on to whatever's next some sort of actual play content we haven't exactly decided which thing we want to release next we will keep you updated though If you're a fan of the Quest Company, please do us a favor and go to our page on the Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at the Quest Company and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and other cool patron rewards. If you want to give us that support you could do so at patreon.com slash quest company podcast we also have a link to the patreon on our website questcompanypodcast.com if you'd like to contact us you could do so directly through the connect page on our website or by finding us on twitter instagram etc at the quest company you can also come hang out with us in our discord if you need links to any of those things go check out our website it's all there I'd like to thank Joe Lightus for editing this episode, along with the artist whose music is featured in it. Thank you to Doug Maxwell for Swing Bada Bing. Thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. Additional sound design by Slappy. That's all for me, so let's get back to the chat and see how far into this bag we can reach before we hit the bottom. Thanks for listening to Talk and Shop here at the Quest Company. As we continue ranting and rambling, we have (laughs) concluded talking about the Druid, and now we are on to the Fighter, which gets uh, a good amount of new stuff, actually, and I am actually very excited about it. So, the Fighter gets fighting style options. You get superior technique. You learn one maneuver from your choice from among those available to the Battlemaster, If a maneuver requires your target to make a saving throw, it's the usual stuff. You gain one superiority die, which is a D6. This is used to fuel your maneuvers, the usual thing. So you get the option of rather than taking like defense Mm -hmm. or dual wielder or whatever, you can take superior technique, and that is your fighting style. You get to choose one. What's very interesting about that is how this pairs with maneuver versatility if you know any maneuvers from the Battlemaster archetype you can replace one maneuver you know with a different maneuver whenever you finish a long rest this change reflects your physical and mental preparation for the day ahead i think this is so cool it's cool I as think fuck. it's a very cool thing i'm so into it i love that even if you're not a battle master you can get access to having a maneuver at a time i think mm-hmm. that's really really cool and they've also added some maneuvers, which we will go into now. Some are better than others. We've got Ambush. When you make a stealth check or an initiative roll, you can expend one superiority die and add the die to the roll. All right. Not terrible. Bait and switch. Not terrible. Bait and switch. When you're within five feet of an ally on your turn, you can expend a superiority die and switch places with them, provided you spend at least five feet of movement. It does not provoke opportunity attacks. Roll the superiority die. Until the start of your next turn, the ally gains a bonus to AC equal to the number rolled. Oh, shit. Okay. That sounds insanely situational, though. Like, when when are you, when is moving five feet in one direction going to be, like, a deal breaker for one or more people? Well, if you are tanky and there is Squishy Boy in front of you and next to Big Bad Guy, you can mm. go next to Squishy Boy and get between him and Big Bad Guy. Is also, it doesn't provoke opportunity attacks. So that means, like, if you have somebody that's on death's door, you can trade places with them and give them an opportunity to get out. You know what I mean? I yes, it's, it's super very... situational, but, like, I actually love that. 
in the right situations, it's very powerful. Yeah, I, I'm. I guess I'm. Uh, I'm really glad that the AC bonus is there because otherwise, I oh yeah can't. Yeah, you know. No, well, the AC bonus already, is what makes it awesome. There's already a better. In my opinion, the problem is there's already a better maneuver that already exists where you can like just command a person within 30 feet of you to move and it doesn't right. have opportunity attacks. Yeah, this mm. would be specifically to shrug off an assault. Yeah. So there's that one. There's Brace. When an enemy you can see moves within five feet of you, you can use your reaction to expend a superiority die, make a weapon attack. If the attack hits, add the superiority die to the attack's damage roll. So it's like Sentinel, I guess? Hmm. Right? Am I mistaken in that? That it's kind of like just Sentinel? Yeah, it, it kind of seems like... Well, I, I, the difference between that and Sentinel, if, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but Sentinel is when something enters your field of view or enters your reach. I think Sentinel is when something enters your zone of influence, whereas this is anytime somebody moves, you know, inside of that barrier. I, am I reading yeah. this wrong? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Because, like, as written, I'm like, is this as or more powerful than spending a feat on sentinel or polar master i mean obviously polar master you get extra range yeah uh, the extra five feet but well but the 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 business the business end of sentinel is that when you hit them they don't move yeah okay yeah okay yeah it's like a if half you sentinel. Have this and sentinel th this is almost more like barbarians retaliation but you don't have to wait yeah. for something to attack Right, it's because movement. this is also saying that if it moves within five feet of you, so even if it's just maneuvering around you yeah. and not exiting your area, you can still get them. So there's that. There's restraining strike. Immediately after you hit a creature, you can expend a superiority die and use a bonus action to grapple. You add the superiority die to your athletics check. It's also restrained while grappled in this way. You know what? I'm all about more ways to make grappling worth it. So cool. Yeah. But I, I would say that in, oh God, I have I actually haven't looked this up in quite a while. I might be fucking myself over here. But I thought it was that anytime you would make an attack as part of the attack action, like for fighter two or three times in a turn, that you could then instead grapple. You're saying you think that's rules as written? I think that's as written. I don't think that's with the grappler feet. I think that's any time that you, you know, would make an attack as part of the attack you action. can forego an, an attack. I'm pretty sure you're right. I think that's exactly it. So in, in that case, uh, you know, I mean, this, you know, it's never something to shrug off the doing both jobs, which is to grapple and to uh, do but also damage. You get to add to that check. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think I think that the little tasty part of this one is that you get to do that as your bonus action. So you're not mm. taking away attack actions unless you're a dual wielder. But if you're dual wielding, you're probably not a grappler. Um, and then you also get the bonus to the check that's whatever you roll in superiority die so i like it i like yeah. more ways to make grappling viable hurt me with this next one fuck off silver tongue fuck off when you make a fuck off charisma fuck deception off. or fuck persuasion off. check you can expend nope, one superiority off. die and add the superiority die to the ability check get it out get this one out <laughs> get because the dirt it has out no business being here what it is has this? no business being a maneuver of any kind. Why does a fighter have this? Get out. Get the, the, out. The only way that this could make sense to me if it was like bloody tongue and it was intimidation or some bullshit. But like, yeah. get right? the hell out with your deception persuasion. I also want to be the face. Like, Let, let's fucking write this one right now. Uh, uh, sullen eyes. It's the Conan move. Whenever you make an attack roll, you can use a superiority attack uh, die, add it to the damage, and also make an intimidation roll. On this, like, they'll run yeah, the fuck away. That way people can stop wasting their actions being like, I want to scare it, and then it fails inevitably because you're a fighter or a barbarian and your intimidation is predicated on Trash. your charisma which isn't high anyway and so you're like yeah intimidation failure shit fuck and then you move on with life and you're like oh, i guess i should just hit things because that's what i do but I deception them. but yeah. deception it is doesn't just make any sense and it is dumb moving on <laughs> yeah yeah give me more snipe. of this give me more of this next thing snipe them Snipe the fuck out of them. As a bonus action, you can expend one superiority die and make a ranged weapon attack. You can draw a thrown weapon as part of making this attack. If you hit, you add the die to the attack's damage roll. Woo! Dope. <laughs> Dope. Give me, more, give me more things that are are based on, like, different styles of fighter. Not, yes. not do I talk good. Give me more, like, 
Now I throw shit, and it's cool as hell. Rapiers do this great. Stuff, I love this or one. Like, like, give me some maneuvers that uh, are functional only for, like, two-weapon fighting or great-weapon mm. fighting. Or, like, make it about what your equipment is as opposed to, like, I got a tongue that someone should cut out. Right? Let me get niche as hell with my fighter build because they need all the help they can get to stay relevant. Studious Eye. When you make an insight check or an investigation check, you can expend one superiority die and add it to the ability check. No. No. I, like, again, again, why? That has nothing well, to do with well, battle like, maneuvers. If I... I wouldn't... I don't understand who this maneuvers for because this is not something that it makes any sense for anyone besides a battle master to take but really in this realm of these checks and things like they've already got their one ability that they get at seventh level where you get to just know things about your enemy that should really be all you need there's no need for studious eye and there should be other members of the party who are better at insight or better at investigation making yeah. this completely useless and worthless that said that said on the whole on the whole for these maneuvers overall Positive. Good it's as hell. Just a couple crap ones. True. But overall, I love them. But Good also, job, can we just say, Studious Eye is stupid in the sense that it's insight, which is wisdom, and investigation, which is intelligence. Like, it's two different categories of ability score. Yeah. Correct. It's, so it's you're only going to get just them being like, you can use, like, you might as well just make one maneuver that's like, you can use a maneuver die on any check. Perse that's what? what they're doing, though. I think that's literally, like, the, the philosophy here, and it's like, I don't understand it. The only two that that should apply to is, like, athletics and acrobatics. Mm-hmm. Because those would make sense. It doesn't even really seem like the, the know your enemy, which is, I think, the 10th level fighter. Or, or no, Battlemaster. Um, yeah. Because that is at least about physical or martial things. This is just right. anything. This is just in general. It's not know. even battle related. Which is also, nope. it's a huge trap because, like, it's going to encourage, like, well, I'm just going to use it on all these persuasion checks, and then you're going to get to a fight and not have short rested like a jackass. Mm. I do love the maneuver versatility, though, that you can change them out on long rest. I love that. Like, not being, like, not being tied down to... You know, whatever I picked is that until, you know, I level up or whatever. Like, I like that you can, if you do your homework, like if you are like, hey, we want to, we're about to go into a big battle and I want to prepare for that, that you can train yourself and you can work on different things and, mm. and emphasize different things. Like, having that flexibility makes playing a fighter really cool to me. The idea of that. I love it. Yeah, it instantly makes playing a fighter feel more like playing a fighter. Like being a person who is good at this this art and that they can uh, adjust themselves for whatever task is at hand. That I mean, yes. at first I was like, oh, is that overpowered? And then I'm like, no, it's a martial class. It needs it. Well, it's fine. But yeah, I'll say I this. Get to blow I think it's up underpowered. Oh, yeah? Mm. Like in the sense that like it's going to be hella niche that the one maneuver you pick, unless you're trying to like respec your fighter and it's like I'm going to go from being predominantly an up-close boy to, like, I'm going to take a ranged maneuver or something that works well with range and be ranged for this fight. Like, that's where I can see it, like, working well, but if it's, like, the difference between I'm going to take repost and, like, trip attack, like, what? Like, that's, that's like, yeah. my issue with it. Is it, like, to me, I would never pick it over picking a fighting style. Uh, see, that Unless was my other, was playing, my other like, question. A champion, and I was, like, yeah. I get two. You know what I mean? Or multiclassing. Or multi yeah, like multiclassing multi is fine, but like again, how many uses is it if you're multiclassing and you pick that up at first level? Because mm. at that point, you're better off taking a feat, the the maneuver feat. You can't change them, but you get more than one, right? Well, no, you would be able to change it because as the whole um, it's anytime you are able goes, to know. Anytime you yeah, anytime. Oh, that's the wording not specifically part of... is if you know any maneuvers from the battle master. It doesn't yeah. stipulate if you're a fighter or if gotcha. this, that, yeah. or the other. Then I would Through. never take this this way. You would take the feat instead? I would either take the feat or I would just go three levels to get Battlemaster so that I could have options. Mm -hmm. Because having one I maneuver to me would be like, they're so situational. You know what I mean? Like What? You, you don't want Studious Eye? You're, you're right. <laughs> you don't want Silver what a fool Tongue? Of me. I'm going to play, uh, I'm an idiot. I should play my... Um, <laughs> 
my uh, Hexblade Warlock and get yep. one level of Silver Tongue so that I can just uh, one level of that and one level of Rogue so I can make pr uh, expertise in all of it and oh then I'll God. just uh, just destroy people's minds with no spells. Anywho, no more ranting. <laughs> Speaking of destroying minds with no spells, let's talk about monks because I actually really like this. This makes my heart monks. happy. Get more monk shit. Monk weapons enhances martial arts. You can use this feature to define your monk weapons rather than the original thing. We're, we're scrapping the old one. We're well, we're not scrapping the old one, but we are improving Modifying. the old one. You practice your martial arts with specially chosen weapons, which become monk weapons for you. You can choose a number of weapons to be your monk weapons equal to five plus your wisdom modifier. Hell yes. The, Love it. The chosen weapons must meet the following criteria. Must be a simple or martial weapon. You must be proficient with the weapon. The weapon must lack these properties, heavy, special, or two-handed. Cool. So simple. So Fuck simple yes. and so good. It's great. I, it is something I have been arguing for monks for like a year now. Because the weapons scale the way they do, and because you have a weapon in the monk skill set that does a D8, D10, right? It's like, why would you not just go ahead? All we Any weapon you pick could scale. Because, like, now you can play a rapier monk. You could play right? an axe monk if you want. You can play an axe monk. You can, like, now you can, like, take, like, as opposed to just being, like, I want to play a barbarian to play, like, a Celtic berserker. You could be like, yes. I'm gonna play a monk. Hell yeah! Yes. To play that, like, yes. you Hell can yes. create really cool classes with the monk, even though it's styled to be like martial art boy. And now it doesn't have to be martial art boy, and you can create really cool shit with it. I All about it. Yes. The biggest fan of opening up options to players to create characters with. So they do not feel nailed down to feel like they have to do one specific thing in order to be a viable build. Yes! Key Fueled Strike. This enhances the key feature. If you spend one or more key as part of your action, you can immediately make one unarmed strike as a bonus action. So basically, way to get more punches without doing flurry of blows. Cool. Mm -hmm. Enhance the key. Love it. Let the monk do cool monk shit. I will say, though, more that one boggles my mind a little bit. Because? Because couldn't you always take an unarmed bonus action strike based on martial arts? Theoret is it a nerf? Or is this... No, oh, no, no, no. nerf. Is this Adding the your dual fighting style, right? Oh. That seems... Because hmm, you're not making an offhand, you're making one unarmed strike. As opposed yeah. to making an offhand... I feel like that should be better or more clearly written what the discrepancy was, because I, I could not have pick that out from a lineup. I, I don't, I didn't know no, that you true. didn't have proficiency. Well, it's just that like you can't, you wouldn't be able to add your dex modifier uh -huh. to a second, to a, to an offhand bonus action strike. Now I'm confused. Now now I'll have to mull this one over. <laughs> yeah. Because you're it. making me think deeper about it. I'm like, oh wait, no, that doesn't do exactly what I thought. Yeah, I need to I need to nice go back critical and reading. look and see. I mean, well, it just, all it is is like, hey, you can spend one key to make another attack as a bonus action. It just yeah, has like to be full, unarmed. Like you can't yeah. use your weapon. Well, no, this isn't this isn't like you spend a key to do it. It's any time you spend key, you also get to do this. So if you do a yeah. you know a stunning oh. strike, then for free you get this. The That's full the version thing. and not the proficient or the dexless version. Right. So so this is just like okay, 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 okay. So they're fixing it so that monks have yeah, when you dex or when you use a key, you get your full damage on your unarmed strike. That seems overly complicated, but okay. Very. It yeah, seems no, like it, it needs it like should, a whole paragraph. It should not be that hard. No. I don't know why this was something that we needed to fix, but apparently we did. And if it's fixed now, then great. Cool. Key features. When you gain the key feature at second level, you also get these things, which cool. Give me more stuff to do with the key. Hell Distant yeah. eye. When you make a ranged Love weapon it. attack, you can spend one key point to prevent attacking at long range from imposing disadvantage on your attack rolls until the end of the current turn. Love it. What do your Ve eagle eyes see? No, Very no, 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 monk-like. No. Think about it. Think about it. Right now, you can create you can create a ranged monk build that's like um, like the Japanese longbow sort of thing, right? Where you can just oh, like yeah. sit back at like two hundred eighty feet and just shoot things in the eye. Yeah, the big laminated yeah. longbows. Yes. So cool. Slap! Yes. 
Yes. Also, I love changing shuriken for days. I, I love, I hate changing party roles, but I love changing like combat roles, like options for like, but I really want to play a monk, but like we've got five tanks. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, sweet. I can be like a dude that's literally just sitting back picking people off. I don't know that it's optimal. I'd have to like really delve into it, but like, cool. But also mm-hmm. the the thing with this one is that like you're not having to choose distant eye over flurry of blows, right? And you've already got very high decks anyway, so it's equally viable. Like as long as you've just got a longbow or got some kind of ranged weapon, and you can pick a longbow as one of your five, so you can have a longbow monk weapon. Yeah, dope. That's great, and you're welcome for having range now, monk. Quickened healing. As an action, you can spend two key points and roll a martial arts die. You regain a number of hit points equal to the number rolled. I don't mind it. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with it, but it feels like it would very quickly become not useful. Very useful at low levels, though. My my other thing is I feel like this is something that will be easily spammed by players. Where it's like, well, I'm going to take a short rest. Two key points. Two key points. I'm going to take another (laughs) short rest. You know what I mean? You you might Mm -hmm. as well just take a long rest at that point, but like, I feel like it will happen. Not saying it's yeah. bad, just saying, like, as a DM, I feel like it's one to watch out for. It is one of the many things that is easily spammable. Feel good about that, boys? Yeah. Yeah. I Simple. like all of it, frankly, other than our little confusing boy in the middle. Yeah. No, I like I like this I like this monk stuff. I like the mm. monk stuff. I feel like it's good quality of life type improvements. Some of them very simple or might have been obvious or things that we might have thought were a thing already, but to have it clarified, great. Love it. Paladins. The light shall burn you. Oh, boy. So the paladin gets the fighting style option. Blessed warrior, you learn two cantrips of your choice from the cleric spell list. They count as paladin spells for you. Charisma is your spellcasting thing. Whenever you gain a level, you can replace one of these cantrips with another cantrip. I feel like, is this only here to be like, hey, guys, don't dip into Warlock. Don't dip into Sorcerer. Like, is that the only reason this is here for the ones who are like? I hope not, because it's way better to dip into Warlock. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Right? Fighting styles are so powerful, and I feel like they're supposed to be. And I, you know, I don't hate this, but I would never choose it. But also, like, just be a cleric. Right. Like, clerics are really cool. Clerics get really awesome shit. If you don't want to be swinging your sword good. I'm trying to think of what the real benefit would be to having two cantrips of your choice from the cleric spell list would be. Yeah, the other big problem is that it's the cleric spell list. You take guidance and you take, uh, what's their attack cantrip? Like sacred Sacred flame flame. or told the dead. Right? Because you're like, let me get some range. Ranged. Yeah, it, uh, there is there is an issue. Uh, paladins have no, nothing in the way of cantrips, and that can seem, uh, you know, especially punishing when you've really spent all of your smite slots and, and you yeah, know, you but, don't have any of your... But I feel like that's part of the draw. But also, like, just take the feat, the, yeah. the magic, magic feat, initiative, magic initiative, and pick up yep. cantrips from the warlock spell list. Then you don't even have to right. dip. <laughs> So much more value. So and you much can get more value. Eldritch Blast get as Eldritch opposed Blast. to Sacred Flame. And then you can mm-hmm. just flavor Eldritch Blast to look like whatever the hell you want. And you can the pick up armor of Agathis, which for a paladin is great. Like, Absolutely. What? Conquest Paladin. Oof. What? Like, I guess I, I guess I understand why they thought that they should include it, but I'm not crazy about it. Paladin spells. Following spells expand the paladin spell list, yada, yada, yada. We, we get more spells for them. Harness Divine Power, third level paladin feature that enhances your channel divinity. You can expend a use of your channel divinity to fuel your spells. As a bonus action, you touch your thingy and regain one expended first level spell slot. We kind of went over this with the cleric already. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I throw something out real quick before we move on to Ranger? Like, please, so please, super please. fast. This fighting style is really bothering me right now. Because I'm remembering something that I looked at literally like two days ago, which was like the really old Unearthed Arcana where it was like um, feats that had to do with weapons styles. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, Uh, I'm really good specifically with hammers or I'm really good specifically with axes or I'm really good with like whips or whatever. Why are those not the fighting styles that showed up here? Right. Like, hey, Paladin, here's here's like instead of this being a feat. Right. Here's like Mm -hmm. fighting style hammers. 
Trident. That would be so dope. You can now roll a D12 for hammers as opposed to like flail. You know what I mean? Flail. Like here's something cool you can do with it as opposed to just being like, uh, I guess we should. You know what I mean? Like those th again, that's what I want to see out of like this options is like if you're going to give options to a martial class, remember that they're a martial class. Right. And let them do cool shit with different weapons. Do good at the fight. They want to mm -hmm. hit good. So let them hit good. Hey, flail mastery. It's the fighting style. Uh, as one of your at attacks, when you take the attack action, you can forego it to instead add a 1d8 damage bonus and a minus 2 AC debuff to your target. Because you're like swinging it around for an action. Boom, bring it down. Well, that's what... Uh, 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 one, of the, one of the coolest ones was uh, Hammer that the D D made because it was like you could choose anytime you're fighting an uh, an opponent with a shield if you hit you disarm their shield that yes. fucking rules because you're like hitting like because hammer versus shield like you're yeah breaking their arm right like was it a contested cool role no was it, it was, like an athletics it was oh. like as long as you hit with a hammer it like it just disarmed the shield like so on its next turn it could pick its shield back up but like if your whole party was up next it would have a minus mm -hmm. two to ac because you got in there first damn i love that like the axe master one had a thing about like being able to like do trip attacks with an axe which is iconic use of axes to mm -hmm. like hook and yes. pull and so like it was just a very interesting i was like why, why did we like abandon those so hardcore but like anywho sorry i wonder if I wonder if they're still in the running. It's just this is more. This is additional content. You know, I don't know if sure. they republish. I don't remember UA. when those came out. I thought it was a while ago. Uh, I think the, so too. I'm looking at it right now. If this UA feats thing looks like it was 2016, the flail mastery one was you get plus one bonus to attack rolls with a flail as a bonus action. You can prepare yourself to extend your flail sweep over target shields until the end of this turn. Your attack rolls with a flail get a plus two bonus against any target using a shield. Dope. You can negate the effect of a shield mm -hmm. with it. Yeah. Or like. when you hit with an opportunity attack using the flail, target must succeed on a strength save or be knocked prone. Like stuff like this. These specific weapon feats. I would love to but also, see more of that this. appeals to me as like a fight choreographer. That's personal Andrew, right? Where it's like they looked at what weapons actually did and were like, okay, here's how we could give them bonuses. As opposed to just being like, you do another D6 damage. It's like right. utility as opposed to, which is what? The martial classes need because it's why they don't scale compared to the magic classes because the magic classes gain utility. It's why the wizard's the most powerful class in the game, uh, apart from a moon druid. You have the utility yeah. to do this, 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 this. You have such a huge toolkit. Whereas a barbarian, you're like, I have a hammer and all my problems right. are nails. Like, <laughs> right. like right. that's it. Anywho, I'm sorry, that was a tangent that we didn't need to go on, but I just had that thought. Fair point. Jonah, tell me about the Ranger. I will tell you about the Ranger. After this trip to the money zone. No, uh, no, we don't have a money zone. I want a money! Griffin, don't send the kill squad, please. Do we just, like, how much can we rip off? The medicines! The medicines! It's Riddle not the money piss. zone if we don't have sponsors, you guys. Come on. Strider. Strider. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Strider. His name is actually Aragorn. Right. So now we're going to talk about the ranger, because we all know that the ranger uh, was fucked. There's a lot <laughs> of shit here. Yeah. So let's, let's dig through. <laughs> your, your mic cut out, and all I heard was, we all know the ranger fucks. <laughs> He's a deft explorer. He's a deft explorer. This is a first level ranger feature that replaces natural explorer, which I'm not even going to go over because nope. we all know the natural explorer as written is shit. All right. You are an unsurpassed explorer and survivor. Choose one of the following benefits, then choose another at sixth and 10th level. So instead of kind of being like, hey, this is your thing from the beginning, we have something where you can choose where you want to improve as you go. First off, canny. Choose one skill. There's a bunch of skills. You gain proficiency in it if you don't already have it, and you essentially get expertise. In addition, thanks to your extensive wandering, you are able to speak, read, and write two languages of your choice. So you get expertise in one thing that you choose, and you get two languages. Cool. 
Roving, your walking speed increases by five, and you gain a climbing speed and swimming speed equal to your walking speed. All right, cool. I am I am an ATV now. <laughs> Tireless, as an action, you can give yourself a number of temporary hit points equal to 1d10 plus your wisdom modifier. You can use this special action a number of times equal to your wisdom modifier, and you regain all expended uses on a long rest. In addition, whenever you finish a short rest, your exhaustion level, if any, is decreased by one. I really like that. It's cool. It feels rangery. Uh, I love the idea. I, I always love the classes that have one feature that evolves over time. Yeah. That's why I think the totem barbarian is so like fun to like mm. customize, especially when you think about what it visually must look like to be a bear elk tiger barbarian. It's tasty. What like what? It's just nice. I like these. I like that you can choose the order that you get them in. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that's really cool. Uh, you, that you will get all of them eventually, but you can choose the order in which you want to get them. Like if you're from the beginning, you think that something's going to be your priority. You can <laughs> kind of <laughs> feel things out as you go. That's incredible. <laughs> What if you took the if you took a one level dip in, dip into a ranger, you could effectively very easily negate the horror issue of a rage barbarian. Hmm. The 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 uh, uh what? Oh, the exhaustion. the exhaustion. Oh, the berserker. Oh, the berserker. Oh, berserker with just one level into oh. Granted, my. I will say that is not my problem with that. It's that it's a bonus. Which problem? My my problem with the berserker is that it's a bonus action. Right, mm. so if you're using a great weapon, then you're negating like half of great weapon master anyway. Feet. That that yeah. that that ability for how much it's costing you should just be you pick up an extra attack on mm. your attack right, rather than a bonus action. Like attack, if you're gonna yeah. be exhausted by it, you shouldn't have to give up your bonus action every turn to that because most of the time you're right. gonna not be able to use it. It's gonna prevent you from doing your other cool shit because you we're trying to hit one more time anywho but then you're still exhausted exhaustion is not my problem with that it's the other but whatever favored foe this replaces favored enemy you can call on your bond with nature to mark a creature as your favored enemy for a time you know hunter's mark and wisdom is your ability for it okay so cool you can use it a certain number of times without expending a spell slot and without requiring concentration a number of times equal to your wisdom modifier you regain all uses on a long rest when you gain this feature hunter's mark doesn't count against the number of ranger spells you know great great love it awesome great yes needed it thank you that it doesn't require concentration oh oh my god i can do Mm, other things now i can do other things besides just casting hunter's mark to be any good at my job are you kidding me I've never seen it written quite like that, though. You can use it a certain number of times, which I will tell you right now, children. Yeah, the wording's weird. Like, you know, a number of times equal to your wisdom modifier. So, you know, you'll probably get it like twice Mm -hmm. per long rest, you know, maybe three times higher level. I I would be shocked if low levels, you got it more than twice a day. But Mm -hmm. still, that's twice a day. You can cast it without expending a spell slot and without requiring concentration. The ranger spells are so limited to begin with, and you were burning one of them on Hunter's Mark anyway, guaranteed, because you don't want to be bad at your job. Thank you. But again, this is a great thing for a dip, right? Oh, my God, yeah. Like, if you're a druid. Oh, level one. If you're a druid, and it's not going to level 20 in druid, that wants to be a little bit more like rangery, right? Then you can pick up one of these amazing, like, you know, you could pick up expertise in animal handling as well as several uses of hunter's mark mark. and then you're just super good at mauling shit while you're a bear man i never thought i would actually find a a barbarian ranger multi-class an interesting prospect but this really is it's it's a cool one i like it it's just it's a hard one because what you get at second level as a ranger does not help you as a it depends on what you want to do more because as soon yeah. as you rage spells are pointless but if you just want utility spells that's totally fine and and viable that we take past like without aid. a trace and but that you can that you could cast the hunter's mark before going into the rage is a concentration you don't have to worry about concentrating on it you don't require concentration oh then that's hella awesome hell yeah hell yeah it's actually really good. Fighting style options. Druidic warrior. It's the same thing that the paladin got, where you get cantrips from the druid spell list. Nothing really else to say about it. It's yeah. the same philosophy behind it for each class. Yeah, but nobody yeah. wants just, druid cantrips. That's yeah. the thing. There's guidance. Like, there's uh, guidance it's, it's is just the if only you want one. It for the utility. 
And um, yeah. it's if I was doing that, I would take a fighting style so that I could actually, you know, use my bow. Which the bow yeah. fighting style is one of the best fighting styles in the games. Plus two damage on every time you hit. Like yeah, th- that's so powerful. <laughs> or it's plus two to hit every time. Yeah, it's not. Oh no no no! It's it's dueling that gives you damage. Yes. Yeah. Right? But still, I love the archery fighting style. Yeah. I love it. That was the very first thing that I ever did with Traynor Ashwood. Uh, Ranger spells. We get more spells. Uh, I think it's interesting that we added we added a smite. We added magic weapon. Uh, we added a couple of smites actually. Yeah. And dominate beast. I wonder why dominate beast wasn't in there. I don't know. I am not sure why Seems because very it's strange. not. It wasn't. It doesn't say that it was a Xanathar spell. So I don't know why Rangers didn't have that from the beginning. But you know, yeah. at least in hindsight, they decided to fix I'm it. I'm glad we added more healing stuff. Like I love that greater restoration and revivify are on this list. Yeah, and egg mm-hmm. is on this list because that feels cool. Because you don't have to flavor that as like watch my magic go. You can flavor that as like as much as we joked about Strider, right? I know the herbs in this area that I can grab real fast and make something that can bring someone back. Oh yeah, spell versatility. Whenever you finish a long rest, you can replace one spell from your spellcasting feature with another one that's the same level as the one you replace. Again, we talked about replacing the spells on the long rest. I I'm down. I'm down to clown with this for a ranger. Yep. I don't think we need to say any more about it because nope. it's it's pretty much the same as the other thing. Spellcasting focus. You can use a druidic focus as a spellcasting focus for your ranger spells. Oh, because they had to use components before. Is that right? That they couldn't mm-hmm. use a focus, that they had to have the components? Limited. One of the only classes, too. Which is so weird. So, yeah, cool. Let them have a druidic focus. Great. Let me not worry about it. I'd still, you know, for a ranger, that's somebody who feels like they probably want to flavor stuff with their spells anyway, but it, it takes away the minutia. It's not like you have to constantly keep replacing the component pouch. Like, you can just be like, I have the stuff. Yeah, you can just say, I have some shit that I use or whatever. But, like, you've got your focus and it's fine and we don't have to track it and it's not going to be something that's dumb to have to keep in the back of your mind when you could be focusing on, like, I don't know, role-playing. Primal Awareness replaces the former Primeval Awareness feature. You can focus your awareness through the interconnections of nature. You learn additional spells when you reach a you learn additional spells when you reach certain levels in this class. If you don't already know them, these spells don't count against the number of ranger spells you know. Great. Let the ranger have more spells. Detect yep. magic, speak with animals, be sense, all of these. Great. You get them and they don't count against the number of ranger spells you know. Awesome. Yep. You can cast Because each it's of ranger these shit. Ones. Hey, it's almost yeah. like it's almost like this is something they should do with the sorcerer. Right? You know what else they could do with the sorcerer? You can Anything. cast each of these spells once without expending a spell slot. Once you cast it in this way, you can't do so again until you finish a long rest. They get each of these once per day for free. That's amazing. I've never seen that in this game, and it's awesome. And it makes sense for a class that is underpowered as a, as a caster. But it also yes, makes sense for like someone like a sorcerer. You know it does. It's just part of them. It's just part of you. It's just something you can do. I think that it's a great feature, and I love it. Fade away. You can use a bonus action to magically become invisible along with any equipment you're carrying or wearing until the start of your next turn. Once you use it, you can't do it again until short or long rest. Poopy. Um, so it's replacing the one where you have to, like, stay still and not do anything and be invisible. Uh, it's replacing yeah. the one. So I guess it's the, replacing the one that's not invisible. It's, uh, it's basically. Oh, you take, like, ten minutes to hide? Yes, but it's for setting up so ambushes. stupid. Yeah. Right? Like. And you can add a plus 10 to, like, everybody in your group can add a plus 10 to stealth checks. Starting at 10th level, you can spend one minute creating camouflage for yourself. You must have access to fresh mud, dirt, plants, soot, and other naturally occurring materials with which to create your camouflage. Once you're camouflaged in this way, you can try to hide by pressing yourself up against a solid surface, such as a tree or a wall. You gain a plus 10 bonus to dexterity as long as you remain there without moving or taking actions. Um, that is a lot less good than I remember. It only affects you. Yeah, It doesn't affect it's, your no, It's group? only you. It's not your friends. Nope, just you. Fade away feels like it should be. This is what I was thinking. I got I got hide in plain sight and vanish mixed up. Because vanish is where you can hide as a bonus action on your turn and also can't be tracked by non-magical means unless you choose to leave a trail. I think that if you're going to do anything, I, I if you're going to replace hide in plain sight, you need to do something that's not fade away. Fade away feels like, if anything, it should be an add-on to vanish. Because at this point, if you are still able to be tracked by non-magical means, if you don't want to be, like, just let you also be invisible for a turn or something. 
It's not. It's not great. It's definitely not the best thing in this bunch of ranger. It's not exciting. It's not exciting. It's something that other things, other classes can do. It doesn't feel like, oh, this is super rangery. Yeah. It's not. That said, let's move on to Ranger Companion options, which is going to replace the Beastmaster feature, Ranger's Companion. While wandering the wilds, a ranger encounters many sorts of animals, some of which they might befriend through various means that I'm not going to go into. A ranger who has the Beastmaster archetype is even fucking better. They can meet a special beast in the wilds, a creature whose lineage stretches back to the beginnings of the world, a primal beast known as a beast of the air or a beast of the earth. Uh, so basically, you get to choose either a beast of the air or a beast of the earth, and you determine its appearance. Mm-hmm. And it can take the form of a regular beast of challenge rating one quarter or lower when it's met f- apart from a beast master. Uh, so basically, it's a way to just be like, don't worry about like just taking a gorilla or whatever. It's like it can look like whatever the hell you want as long as it's a beast yeah. of the air or beast of the earth. So they got we AC. had this ex- Do I- uh, sorry we had this exact conversation like when we were discussing the Beastmaster about a year ago where it was like what if there was a basic chassis of beast that you could apply to whatever animal you had in mind and you weren't crippled by the you know the monster manual right. so you could have Tubby the pug and he would just count as a land-based biter he's a beast of the earth hell yeah with his maul attack Tubby. The Mighty Tubster. <laughs> uh, so they get the AC hit points equal to its con mod plus your wisdom. The hit points are so convoluted. The hit points are crazy convoluted. But at least they scale. At least they scale, and I do appreciate that they scale. You know, really, the best thing about this? Like, what? Honestly, the the tag Primal Rebirth. That's that's really yep. all that all that has needed to happen in a lot of ways to make like people feel better about animal companions is that like yep. when the dragon that you're fighting destroys your pet you don't have to will. be like I'll just get a new one you can go bring it back from the light from the dead because like good lord D&D I mean if you want to run a super gritty dark fantasy where it's like whatever then yeah it would be like I'm sorry <laughs> like whatever you chose to be a ranger yeah. in a super gritty dark fantasy you know what I mean? Like, if we're Sorry, here to have fun, I'm killing your like, fucking panther. Yeah, long enough. It took long enough to get this this yeah. this feature. I also think that it works better than the last time that they did their ranger revamp, and it was like, oh yeah, if you spend fifty gold worth of berries and shit, then you can bring it back. Like, no, just <laughs> fine. If it died within the last hour, touch it. You spend a spell slot, and ta-da. You use the stuff Steve Jobs used that like to try to cure his cancer. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> also, can we talk about can we talk about how much how many berries acai berries would be acai berries? I like, have fifty gold pieces worth of acai berries to bring back my berries? dead pet. That's like a truckload of berries. That's that's three rooms of berries. <laughs> Do you boil it down into like a ju- like a, a gas like a car tank of gasoline? <laughs> Make it into a, a magic potion. Uh, a Lichy's power now. word kill on 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 Chungi, my my favorite <laughs> rabbit. And I use this bee pollen local. <laughs> Hashtag shop local. Locally sourced. So like you okay, know. No, but literally. <laughs> but literally. This was this was the old wording. With eight hours of work and the expenditure of fifty gold pieces worth of rare herbs and fine food, that's when oh. you first get your animal companion. Fine when food. You just Listen. get it. You have to spend fifty gold pieces to get your class feature, and then if it ever is slain, your magical bond you share allows it to return to life. With eight hours of work and the expenditure of twenty-five more gold pieces of rare herbs and fine food, you call forth its spirit and use your magic to create a new body. So, like, fuck that. This new thing's better. But but Jonah. You're missing out on all the great opportunity of like my pet brown bear died. I guess I'll have to spend this 25 gold suppository turkey to jam up his asshole to bring him back. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, it's a suppository. Oh my god! Uh, I hate to do this, but we might have to to cut this one short. I do. I. I, I, uh, But I do want to throw in. I just googled a uh, Pokemon quiz and took it, and it's pretty pretty short. So I just linked it in the uh, Discord. I got Charmander. 
Let's see what you guys get. Oh, this is going to be upsetting. Okay, this is original 151? Yeah, it's uh, original 151. I don't know any of the new ones, so. I gotta be honest, I already know which of the 151, regardless of whatever this fucking says. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. Which Pokemon are you? It's Saturday night. What are you up to? Hanging out with friends, staying with a good book. <laughs> Pulling pranks on people. <laughs> Working on my fitness. <laughs> None of these. I am the vile bastard Pikachu. <laughs> What the what the <laughs> fuck is this? This is, I, none of wait. these. Wait. So according to this quiz, out of the original one fifty one, I am Geralt of Rivier. It's <laughs> <laughs> really powerful, Jonah. You're Geralt of Rivier. You may seem cold and uncaring, but deep down, you're a protective, loyal friend. You may have a soft spot Which for sorceresses and a deep dislike you. of teleportation. People like to invent monsters and monstrosities, then they seem less monstrous themselves. I mean, Which quote best describes you, Andrew? Uh, woo, woo. Do tomorrow equals do tomorrow. Oh, oh my god. Um, Mine is I am the vile bastard Pikachu. I am the vile bastard Pikachu. <laughs> if we work together, nothing can stop us. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein goes. <laughs> This shit just gets better and better. Uh, bottom left, no, I guess. Oh, fuck off. I quit. It gave me Rattata. Oh <laughs> no, nah, that sucks. I got Charmander. I don't know what's up with you guys. Oh John, did you God. actually get Geralt of Rivia? Yes. What the fuck? I am the vile bastard Pikachu. <laughs> What's your perfect first date? Using Thundershock on my enemies. Did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? I am the vile bastard Pikachu. The only I got Geralt of Rivia. All right. If you use all the Pikachu ones, you get Geralt of Rivia. <laughs> I did not use all the Pikachu ones. <laughs> I also got oh, Geralt of Rivia now. Problem solved. Life's better. There it is. And there I used is. none of the Pikachu ones and got Geralt of Rivia. Interesting. So maybe That's it's weird. bullshit. <laughs> maybe it's all Geralt all the time. Oh.